You're now listening to The Electrical Current, a podcast series brought to you by the independent electrical contractors. Welcome to the IEC National Podcast Series, The Electrical Current. I'm your host for the show, IEC National CEO, Spencer Golock. During this podcast series, we will talk with folks throughout America that helped make the electrical and systems contracting industry truly great. Today, our featured guest is Sarah Navarro. Sarah is the safety director at Sun City Electric in beautiful El Paso, Texas. Sarah has long been involved with IEC and brings a very keen perspective to the educational side of what the association does for our industry. She currently volunteers and leads initiatives on the IEC National Apprenticeship and Training Committee, the lifeblood of our educational programs. A highly skilled professional with an infectious positive outlook and can-do attitude, Sarah, I'm really looking forward to our conversation today and would like to officially welcome you to IEC National Podcast Series, The Electrical Current. Thanks. Happy to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Well, how are things in El Paso today? A little chilly, a little chilly. cold in my, for my standards. It's really cold for me. It's freezing. <laughs> <laughs> understood. Understood. And, and uh, for listeners, we're talking in February of, of 2019 right now. So, um, in the in the doldrums of winter, but uh, but we all know that you know spring is around the corner. So um, looking forward to that. But, well, well, cool. Well, Sarah, thanks for taking time to to share a little bit about um, yourself and and uh, some of your insights on on the industry where we might be going. But but first, I want to take a pause and uh, hoping you can share a little bit about uh, where you grew up and and um, you know, it's maybe kind of help to to bring us to to where you're at today. Well, I was born and raised in El Paso, Texas, and I still mm-hmm. live here. Awesome. I'll, never, I'll never leave. I'll never leave. Good. I love it. Good, good. <laughs> love it too much. Um, it's a great city. I mean, it's mm-hmm. very endorsed in culture. I mean, so many different cultures here. Obviously, mm-hmm. we're right on the, the Mexico border mm-hmm. with Juarez, Mexico. So yeah. it's a really nice mixture of both American and Mexican cultures. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, it's a great city. That's yeah. terrific. That's yeah. terrific. Um, and did you did you grow up a uh, big family or or small family or? It's a pretty big family. I'm an yeah. I'm an only child. Uh-huh. I'm an only yeah. child. But um, yeah, my parents come from from big families. I mean, traditional Mexican families are pretty yeah. big. Lots <laughs> of aunts, aunts and uncles and oh, nephews yeah. and cousins oh, and everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. That's great. That's great. Well, cool. Um, so born and bred in, in uh, the great city of Texas, there in El Paso, um, and um, you know, uh, uh, only child, which is which is very cool and unique. Um, how did you get into the electrical industry? Did you have any influences of of uh, you know anyone in your family or any or any friends or anything like that? Or how did you find yourself in in a position at at uh, at Sun Electric? Well, um, my grandpa actually mm-hmm. started my the company that I work with now, which is oh, okay. yeah. my dad is now the owner and president. Ah, of the company. very good, very good. And yeah. we are celebrating sixty years this year. So cool, Six, yeah. sixty years as as uh, Sun City. Yes, as Sun yeah. City Electric. Yeah, terrific. Um, my grandpa started it back in 1959, and he was actually my grandfather, who is still alive today. He's 92. Uh-huh. He was actually one of the founding members of the El Paso IEC chapter. No kidding. No kidding. Yeah. That's great. That's so, great. That was in 1968, I believe. That's when he, mm-hmm. they started that chapter. 
But um, I was actually, um, I went to UTEP, which is the University of Texas at El Paso, and I studied education. Uh And I became a teacher. Mm -hmm. I taught high school for three years. Mm -hmm. And I loved it, but there were some things that I saw that I was like, I don't know if I really want to deal with this. (laughs) You know, the politics behind education and what teachers have to go through. So talking after talking to my dad for a while, um, we decided, you know what, come back and work for me. I could use some help. We had just gotten, you know, a new client that was requiring a bunch of safety stuff, you know, and Mm -hmm. being such a small company, my dad was really small with his, like, safety stuff so he's like I need yeah. someone to help me out and yeah I think you could do it so that's how I pretty much got started doing that's safety terrific. I'm still learning but sure know, yeah sure well we're, we're lifelong learners aren't we and, and of course yeah and the construction uh construction industry and the electrical industry is, is dramatically changing on it a is. ever rapid pace um so so yeah it keeps it keeps it interesting keeps it challenging yeah Oh, cool, 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 cool. Well, and and so so, give me some time frame too. Like when when did you then become the safety director over there? How long has that been now? Um, I started officially in December two thousand fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Okay, mm-hmm. great, great. So we're entering into five years of, of yep. your tenure there, and you love it. Uh, do you any regrets or or yeah. have you really found a home in in uh, in the electrical contracting? I think I, I think I found a home. I mean, yeah. and now I'm I'm in the talks with my dad of trying to see if maybe because I would love to keep the business uh-huh. going in the family. Yeah. So we're trying to see if maybe that's something that I could do once he retires. Even though he said mm-hmm. he won't retire until he's on his deathbed. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and with so. your grandfather being in his in his early nineties, then that yeah, he's, uh, he's got good good stock. And, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrific. That's terrific. Well, well, good for you guys for for um, talking through and making sure that yeah that, that the family business and looking at the the future and the succession opportunities that are there and and yeah it sounds like it's been a great a great career path for you. Um, but yeah, starting off in education, are there does that background do you think it's benefited you um, within your current career path or or maybe even the connections with IEC in ways. I, I actually do. I didn't realize, yeah. like, because I hold, of course, monthly safety meetings and sometimes even job, little job briefings here and there for, mm-hmm. that are requested by clients. And it is, it's exactly like teaching. So I have to get all the material ready. I have to, you know, make lessons or whatever that I need to inform all the guys of what they're going to be doing and how to do it right and what the client's going to want, what their safety requirements are, if they're different from ours, you know, just all that stuff. So I find it very, very helpful that I went and got an education um, Mm -hmm. degree because I can use it there. And I also now I'm really happy kind of putting it more into more um, things I do with the IEC. So I love that part. Excellent. That's excellent. That's excellent. And well, and and I mentioned yeah, in the in the brief intro that yeah, you have been engaged with our National Apprenticeship and Training um, Committee. Um, I know that yeah, you've been really engaged and really spearheaded, especially the the new worker program mm-hmm. um, that that um, will be hitting bookshelves here uh, very shortly. Yeah. Um, can can you talk a little bit about you know, some of that experience and and you know, working with um, you know helping to helping to bring this product online and, and a little bit maybe for those that aren't aware 
what the new worker program um, is, is the value it's going to bring to the, the industry. Mm-hmm. Well, the new worker program is basically aimed for um, uh, people who have never been exposed or in the, a con- mm-hmm. the construction industry or even yeah. the electrical field. Mm-hmm. So it's really just a quick course before they enter the apprenticeship program if they decide that that's what they want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so they get a quick little crash course, uh, learning the basics on safety, you know, learning how to identify materials, how to use hand tools, how to use power tools, you know, what the job entails. So, I mean, it's it's great, especially for somebody cool. who has who is in, like, transition of trying to figure out, should I be an electrician or should I yeah. do something else? Yeah. Um, but it's also, it has a has a wide range of how it can be used you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. if a contractor just hired a bunch of new workers new hires it could be a great job um uh free job orientation yeah. you know or it could even be eventually what i think we would like to do is develop this curriculum so that it can actually be implemented in high schools so that mm-hmm. you know maybe it could count and then when they graduate they're already either in like um year two or three when mm-hmm. they finally get into the program. So something right. like that, you know, it's just it's always gonna be progressing. It's not gonna Absolutely. stop at one thing one part, but Absolutely. Absolutely. Well it's it's, it's very cool the way um the way you and, and your your team members help to you know, to create it too is it's a it's a modularized program. So there mm-hmm. are different um I, I guess in my my brain I, I keep relating it back to like a, a volume of encyclopedias if you will, of yeah. which then there are different there are different modules um that are created within the new worker program that are like different volumes of encyclopedia that, that you can have the full set on your shelf or if you choose to customize and just have, you know, two, three, four or, you know, what have you, mm-hmm. um, for whatever the needs are, then there's a lot of customization options that are there. So I think it was very well thought through and, and um and yeah, with that with the eventual goal to be able to help be uh, more of a pre-apprenticeship approach mm-hmm. too, that that could create then opportunities for um, curriculum to penetrate into our K through 12 system, and and um, with that that uh, that piece that maybe that it creates a matriculation agreement where then they, they can come into uh, into the trade um, with the, with a leg up, so to speak. So, yeah, and it's great cool. too because yeah. it's you can use these modules that we've created, you can use the, I mean, because we're going to be providing everything for the instructor, the lesson plan, the worksheets that come along with it, the PowerPoint presentations. Um, you can also implement them in just the regular apprenticeship program, the lessons mm-hmm. when it comes across to that that lesson. You know, if you, let's say the instructor doesn't have time to create a lesson, he can just use the new worker lesson for that. Of course, Terrific. elaborate more on because it's very basic for us, for the new mm-hmm. worker, but say an apprentice in their first year or second year, they need to go a little bit more into depth of, with it. That's excellent. That's excellent. Well, it's great. And, and yeah, again, yeah, we really appreciate your leadership on it because it's, it's going to be a tremendous value um, back to the industry. And, and again, it's that tie back to some of the strengths of, of your background in, in education to be able to help to help us to align things yeah. Uh, as a as a you know national association working on world class curriculum in, in the best ways that we possibly can so that's that's fantastic um, and that's yeah again it's it's going to be coming out here 
uh, within the next couple of months. Uh, yeah, so I exciting. think we're aiming towards May to have uh-huh. at least something. I mean, we already have a few done, but we're just getting them reviewed right now and seeing mm-hmm. if we need to make any last-minute changes. But yeah. pretty much ready to go, and I'm excited. Cool. Can't Very wait cool. to hear all the feedback. Yeah, yeah. Well, good, 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 good. Um, and and you know, with your with your engagement in, in IEC too, it's, yeah, I wasn't aware that that uh, your grandfather had been one of the the founders of. Um, the El Paso chapter of, of mm-hmm. Texas. So, so yeah, you've had IEC kind of woven in to to your life and in, in different aspects. I would I would think as well. Was is there? How, yeah, I guess I'll leave it as open ended question. How do you feel about that? You know, and and, and your engagement with IEC is that a topic of conversation when you see your grandfather or or. Um, yeah, I guess, you know, because it's kind of a family legacy, not yeah. only within your business, but also within the association. Yeah, um, I've talked to my grandfather about it. Considering, yeah. you know, he's 92, he's still yes. as sharp as a nail. He knows, yep. he has a memory like I can't even <laughs> believe. He just loves to talk about, you know, oh, we, well, we did this and we did that, or this That's is great. who started it, but... You know, I remember because my parents were really involved when I was younger. We were always at all the national conventions. And I remember yeah. being at all the national conventions till about the age of 13. Uh-huh. And then I think that's when my dad kind of was like, okay, I'm going to step back a little bit. And since yeah. it is a family business, my um, my dad's younger brother, because it is a family business, so it was yeah. my dad, his younger brother, and then another brother who is a journeyman electrician and just works out in the field. Mm-hmm. But there was my dad and his other brother that used to, you know, manage the office and S- and quotings mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But he started getting more involved and became an instructor at mm-hmm. the chapter as well. So once he did that, took over, my dad kind of like backed away a little bit so I didn't go to any more of the of the of the conventions or anything but right. but I told him I was like you know what I'm interested when I got an email about the AMT committee that they're looking yeah. for people who want to join and I talked to him I was like you know I think this will be a great opportunity for me to put actually my degree to use yeah. more than yeah. what it already is right. right and after talking about it with him he was like go for it I think it's great so That's I'm cool. really happy to be representing you know El Paso and just Continuing something that my that I feel like um, my grandpa started here yeah, in El Paso, yeah. so and just trying to make it better and always improving. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. That that is such a special special piece and special piece that's been woven in there. And and I'm I'm trying to picture you in your yeah like as a teenager coming to your convention too. <laughs> do you yeah. do you have you have fond memories or or were you I, you know kind of like what is this thing? I, I didn't. And, yeah, I didn't really know what I was going to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. my dad was just like, hey, I mean, we're traveling. Up, yeah, yeah, we're gonna travel to all these places, and there's gonna be a dance and a dinner. And I mean, all mm-hmm. he had to say was, there's gonna be a dance, and I'd be so excited. You I'm were going. there. <laughs> I was there. I was always the first one on the dance floor when they had Perfect. dances and stuff. So. That's <laughs> but my mom and I really weren't. Uh, we wouldn't go to any of the meetings, of course. Like. Yeah. Uh, the actual, we would go to the ex, yeah. yeah, we would go to the expo sometimes to just see what was there. But mm-hmm. I mean, other than that, we really didn't get yeah. that much. So I didn't, not as involved as I am now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or that's, the understanding a, like I like I understand it now. Right, right, right. Yeah, you're you're in a much different uh, much different place in your life and in your career and and mm-hmm. your 
yeah, you're 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 probably still one of the first out on the dance floor, I would hope. Um <laughs> but 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 uh but you're also um yeah, you're you're a key leader in our business meetings and and a key leader within this this uh this national industry and this national association. So, it's uh it's so cool. That's so cool. Um Well, I'm I'm curious too do you have any any um tell us a little bit about maybe a mentor or or someone that that you really look up to and what is it about uh, her or him that uh that you know you've really cherished in in your life and could be could be someone that you look up to now or could be you know somebody that um you know in the past as well but just a mentor for you could you tell us a little bit about who that person is um if anybody it'd be my dad you know my yeah. um you know if it wasn't for him really actually both my parents, if it wasn't for either of them pushing me to always do great in school and, you know, when I was trying to decide what I wanted to do, what I wanted to study when I went to college, my dad wanted me to do electrical engineering, which I understand and now, mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. honest, I actually regret that I didn't go into electrical yeah. engineering. Wow. wow. But I just feel like teaching was something, I mean, I had wanted to be a teacher since I was little, little. So I feel like putting that into something uh, that he loves at the same time, you know, something because, I mean, my dad, since the age of like, I believe, I think he said like nine or ten, my dad was doing little odd jobs with his dad, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. how he started. And my dad actually, I believe, is one of one of, if not the youngest um in the state of Texas to receive their journeyman's license. My dad got his journeyman's license at 17. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's always wow. pushing pushing to go further. So he yeah. instilled that in me to keep pushing and trying to do something more. That's so, terrific. Wow, yeah. wow. Yeah, 17. That's amazing. That is amazing. Uh, well, yeah, so, so yeah, you get, a, you get a lot of motivation from your folks. And, and yeah. um, you're very... Very blessed and very fortunate to have to have that and and um and yeah then and you're yeah the, 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 tell me a little bit about the yeah the electrical engineering piece and you said you used the word regret um you know, so yeah you you feel like what is it that you regret about it and how do you feel that it would benefit you now if you did have that background well um because since lately I've been talking to my dad about, you know, wanting to take over the business when he gotcha. retires. Yeah. So really, and he was always pushing me because math was my favorite subject. I mean, I loved it, and I still love it to this day. And he's just like, you know, you could do so many, I could open so many doors for you with that degree. And But, I mean, sometimes you just got to do what you love and then figure out you'll find your way. Right. And I feel, right. I feel like that's what... It brought me back to to Amen. what my dad is doing, but in a different way. In a different, yeah, slightly different path. Well, that's that's great. That's great. Um, we, you know, thinking about yeah, where where the evolution we talked a little bit about evolution of the electrical contracting industry and and the construction industry as a whole. Um, you know, wh- what do you think it it's been changing so rapidly and mm-hmm. in the last you know number of years and. Where where do you think things are going in the future? If you were able to kind of forecast out the next five years, is it going to look similar to where we're at today or different? And if different, how do you think it's going to be affected? 
I think it's definitely going to be different. I just, I just don't know how different it's going to be. I mean, right, right. I know like, like in El Paso, you know, there's so many electrical contracting companies here that the mm-hmm. competition is just so ridiculous, you know, because I mean, we are a big city, but we're not like Dallas or Houston, you know, and it's just, just crazy with all the stuff that, you know, we have to try to try to do for this industry. Absolutely. But, yeah. But I just yeah. I just don't know exactly how it's gonna change. I just think it's gonna get better with mm-hmm. some of the technology th- that we have coming up and and everything. But we'll see. Only time will tell, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. I think well it's it's really my question is somewhat of an unfair question because we yeah, I don't know if we could have gone back in time, let's say five years ago or or ten years ago, to be able to uh, effectively forecast where we're at right now. Because it, it, you mentioned the the T word, technology, and the, that integration of technology has dramatically affected um, everything that we do in our in our personal lives and, and business lives, and 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 has dramatically affected the electrical industry. And you think about just you know the technology of things on on job sites today, and the the integrated pieces and and now you know we're we're having you know equipment talk to equipment and equipment being mm-hmm. able to be you know uh, monitored in in much different ways than than we've had in the past where it's it's more of you know a device based world too where um you can control you know uh different yeah different different aspects okay. of motor controls you yeah. can control you know all kinds of different things within the, the swipe of fingers <laughs> on yeah. touch screens you yeah. know that 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 we really didn't we didn't have that even even five years ago we were just starting to see the cusp of it and now it's very much part of our infrastructure and, and what we're doing and and i think that it's going to continue to have demands um and and as you said yeah it's you know it's going to be a constant but yeah we're who knows where it's going to go this this mm-hmm. wave is going to continue to to push us along or or if we don't ride that wave it's going to pull us down in the undertow. <laughs> yeah. And that and that's not good for business. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I know like I still laugh with my dad because you know I'm like dad I want to get yeah. more involved with, you know, with your what you do in the business. I was like cuz I do a little bit of everything but he does of course all the main the estimating and mm-hmm. everything like that. I was like I want to start learning how to do that in case I do you know, end up, you know, taking over something. And but he's old school. He still uses a pen and paper. Yeah. And yeah. He, he, you say the word computer, and he's like, what's a computer? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he has no computer in his office. I think it's the funniest thing. He has his little calculator that he's had forever. Mm-hmm. And just his pad and paper, and that's how he does his estimating. He's always yeah. spot on, and my mom and I are even his emails. I mean, huh. you know, if you want to contact my dad through email, you either email my mom or me. He doesn't, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I just think it's so funny, but it works for him, and it works for yeah. the company, so I think there's a good mixture of old and new yeah. within our company, and also within the industry, too, I think. Yeah, yeah that's that's a good point, because yeah, sometimes, yeah, some technology you can't take it, like with anything in life, you can't just take it at face value that it's going to benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you got to figure out, you know, that you're, what, what works for the application. You have to have the right tool for the right job. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's cool. That's cool. It, that's, 
yeah. So, so when I'm emailing your father, then then it's either going to you or your or your mother. Yeah. <laughs> terrific. That's terrific. That's terrific. Well, good. Good, good, good. Yeah, I don't um, think he's ever even turned on a computer before. I don't even think he knows uh, where the power button is. <laughs> I, that's that's refreshing in some ways, isn't it? You know, to think I, about it. I think so. We're, I mean, we 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 are so with such a technology addicted society in which mm-hmm. you know, if, you know, our wrists are buzzing, our pockets are buzzing, things are are dinging on our desktops, um, and and yeah, it's, it, it seems yeah he's he's uh, escaping some yeah. of that uh, interconnectedness, but yet it's still working, and he's still able to run a successful business and be be successful and and uh, well rounded. So it's that's. Yeah. My my hat is off to him. That's great. That's great. Um, well, good. Well, tell us a little bit about what do you do for fun, Sarah? Uh, really, I mean, El Paso is really more of an outdoorsy uh-huh. place. Yeah. I mean, it has yeah. great – I mean, we're the only city in Texas that has mountains, and we're the only yeah. city in Texas that is on mountain time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you like to – I love to go hiking, you know, just exploring the city. You know, we have great – uh, restaurants and you know we're two min- two hours away from you know Reynosa, New Mexico, which is mm-hmm. like a like a nice little ski resort place, you know. So it's wow. something completely different. So I really like to be outside and hang out with friends. You know, you go listen to live music. We have a lot of concerts that come out here. So mm-hmm. it's really just living the good life like yeah. low key nothing yeah. too crazy <laughs> that that sounds that sounds blissful yeah it it sounds great um so very yeah very outdoors it's it's generally pretty arid there isn't it it's, it's fairly dry in in the summertime oh, yeah. don't get a ton it, of rain yeah. is it considered a desert or yes we are is the it? desert okay. okay but we're okay. not as like we do have the dry heat mm-hmm. but it's not as bad as like arizona you know, okay. we don't get it that bad, and um, it's great. I love it. It's, we we get sun here maybe 310, mm. 15 days out of the year. Yeah. I mean, it rarely ever rains, and oh, if it wow. does, it rains for like five, ten minutes, and then it stops. So, yep. <laughs> so it's really it's so, really nice. So you just pop inside for a second and oh, yeah, have, yeah. A cup, have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, and then it's it's done, and you can go about your business again. Oh yeah, and then like when it snows, oh my gosh, the city shuts down because we have no idea. Even really? like half an inch, it, really? the city is huh. just shut down because we don't know what to do. <laughs> wow, wow, interesting. How often does it snow? Like once a once a year? Or? It's been snowing in the past couple of years. It's been snowing a lot more than it used huh. to. It so interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Wow, wow. Well, that's neat. That's neat. So yeah, getting out, getting out, and and um, yeah, mountain time zone. So is it close to El Paso, where the mountain time zone shifts from Central Time, or do you know? Yeah, yeah where's pretty the, much. I think it's right. I think maybe an hour or two away from El Paso. So the, the east of you guys. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's where it starts. Um, Interesting. Wow. Yeah. And and then it's also you're right up against the New Mexican border. You're you're up against New Mexico and Mexican border. Yeah, we're so right in a, between both. Wow, just a confluence of yeah, all kinds of different um, different backgrounds and and uh, different places to explore. Yeah, it's it's really nice and it's crazy. Nobody realizes how big Texas actually is. Mm-hmm. I always tell people uh, it takes the same amount of time to drive from El Paso to Los Angeles as it does 
from El Paso to Houston. Does it really? Wow. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's ridiculous when you think about it. Like, I can get to Phoenix, Arizona in six hours, but I can't Mm -hmm. get to Dallas or San Antonio until like 10 or 12 hours. It's like... It's amazing. It's crazy. It's huge. It's just a huge state. Yeah, it's huge. It's a huge state. Wow. Well, that that is fantastic. So, and you're not moving anytime soon. You said so. You're going to continue no. to love the I sunny life. Leave. Yes, yeah. I love yeah. El Paso. My family's here. This is where I was born. Yeah. The people are amazing. The Mexican food. If you ever want mm-hmm. good Mexican food, this is where you have to come. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> you're making me hungry, Sarah. You're making me hungry. Yeah, that's wow. great. That's great. <laughs> well, so looking into the future, future for yourself. What what uh, what do you think the next year or two holds in your uh, your personal and professional life, where do you think you're headed? Continue, are you going to continue on the, the conversations with your father about yeah, maybe I, uh, Sun City and things like that? Yeah, yeah I yeah. think so, but he's yeah. really, he's like, I don't, like, I don't know. He's really scared for me because he just, he's like, I don't want to leave you with stress of owning a business. You know, mm-hmm. he's very protective since yeah. I am his his only one, his, his yep. baby. He's yep. just very... Understood. Yeah, yeah, but I, I see myself still working for my dad until, of course, you know, he's on his deathbed and he decides to stop. But you know, yeah. So just take it day by day, and we'll see what happens. That's great. That's great. That's a that's a good philosophy to have. Live every day to the fullest. Yeah. Every day to the fullest. Yes. And chances are in El Paso, it's going to be sunny and beautiful outside. So. Oh, yeah. It always is. <laughs> well, great. Well, great. Well, well, Sarah, I want to thank you for taking the time to share your story with us today. It's, it's uh, just a lot of fun and, and very insightful and, and inspiring. Um, thank you. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thank you. This great. was fun. Great. <laughs> and I would like to thank all of our listeners out there as well. This has been another installment of the IEC podcast series, The Electrical Current. You can check us out at ieci.org, and if you're interested in career opportunities within the electrical and systems industry, jump over to myelectriccareer.com. That's myelectriccareer.com to learn more and start on your path to achieve your dreams.